Monday, Pekudei, Shear 275. So, a few interesting things regarding when you lay in the Megillah. Number one, the halacha of hitting by Haman, which the Mishabruh says, Ramah says, a person shouldn't be mezalzal in the Minig. So, it's interesting, a person shouldn't make fun of it. It looks like something for kids. It's not like that. I said, it's far and bring that Madush uh, others far and bring. And when a person hits Haman, he, they, the Banishalam takes Haman, makes all the claps go on Haman in Gehenim. Very interesting concept. Some Sefer says, different reason why you should hit Haman to demonstrate Mechias Amalek. But the Kapanam is a very uh, reason to do it, and therefore it's not only for kids, it has definitely a, has, uh, roots in Halacha, and there's Svaris that we do know and Svaris that we don't know. Um, a person should make sure after he hears the Megillah not to talk until after the last bracha Harav Esriveinu because the last bracha is going on the Megillah and therefore you shouldn't be mafsik between Kriyas and Megillah and the last bracha. They're regarding children, so there's a chi of chinuch when a child is old enough to be able to hear the Megillah which is approximately around 9, depending on the child. But a person should bring his children to the Megillah as long as they're not going to disturb anybody else even if they're younger than that age. Again, if they're not going to disturb, just pasha timichanachem to get them used to being at persuminisa. But of course, if they're going to start other people, then there's no chiv to bring them. That's not the point of babysitting services. Could take place after the megillah, but b'shas the megillah, or a child that's going to disturb his kriya, he's not going to be going to be able to be focused on every word. Also, you shouldn't bring a child that is that old because the purpose is for you to hear it. Also, even though you're trying to timichanach your children. Regarding eating, so do you not let it eat before Megillah? And I really, why not? There's nothing wrong with eating before the Chayyim. There shouldn't be anything wrong with eating before Megillah. The tiniest is already over. So what's wrong with eating and drinking before Megillah? And the reason is because Chazal were answered for some reason they give a special Chayyim about Megillah, but they answered they don't want a person to come to forget to, t- to lay in the Megillah. So therefore, they answered you to eat and to drink anything before we lay in Megillah. The question is for women. So for a man, you're in shul anyway. But for a woman, are you allowed to, she has to wait till after her husband comes home, and then she has to get a Megillah herself. So if a woman is struggling, she really needs to, to eat, so there's a mokim lahakal that she could drink, because again, we're talking about after the tightness is over. So it's only because before the Megillah, so we assume you could do the same on the husband, he's going to come, he's going to remind her to listen to the Megillah. So if a woman is very thirsty, she's allowed to drink, or if that's not enough, she's allowed to eat what's called a te'ima, not a full eating. What's called te'ima, which means to eat either fruit, or a cooked mezainas, for example, oatmeal, or meat or cheese without a kvias, anything that you're allowed to eat out of the sukkah, or pass uh, just the amount of a be'ah, not more than a be'ah, all of that is considered a te'ima, and a te'ima, if a woman is stuck, is mutter. But again, for a man to do that, if he could manage, he shouldn't. shouldn't eat or drink anything until after Kriyasa Megillah at night.